Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, what's up? My name is Nick Russo. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of Country Not Country. Today, we're going to talk about several things. I wrote down a list right before I hit record and started rolling. I wrote down all the things I wanted to talk about, and I just started spitballing things. It's probably because of the caffeine I had earlier, just being completely honest. If I'm talking a little fast, I'm going to try to slow it down just a bit. Earlier today, we had an artist stop by. His name is Kelsey Hart, incredible artist with Curb Records, and we had a great performance interview that I'm going to share with you at the end of this episode today so uh, we're going to talk about chris young his arrest that has taken the internet by storm it's very strange also the cody johnson tour and then i'm going to talk about the dance community at rowdies in spring and my experience of being a dj at the club and uh, we might touch on a a few other things uh through the course of that as well but uh, i wanted to start with chris young and his arrest because this came across through a text message from me hey uh bad news chris young got arrested this story is going to come to life tomorrow. Um, a friend of mine who lives in Nashville kind of gave me a heads up on it, and I was waiting for it to break, and then came the mugshot, and it was assault of an officer, which was kind of strange to me because, you know, I in the very few interactions I've ever had with Chris Young, it wasn't – he was never very aggressive. He was always super kind, kind of soft-spoken, very nice person. I, uh, aggression's the last characteristic that I would apply to Chris Young. And so to hear him you know, arrested for you know, assault on an officer sounded very strange. And then the next day or two, the surveillance video came out, and you can see that it looks or appears that Chris Young is – grabbing the shoulder of an officer as he walks by, and then he gets shoved to the ground. A new video came out today that showed it where he never actually even touched the officer whatsoever. In fact, he just kind of waved his arm out and then got shoved to the ground. And it was a really kind of a scary altercation that didn't seem like Chris Young warranted getting pushed to the ground at all. And I didn't see him assault anybody at all. All that to say that yesterday or two days ago, the, the assault charges on Chris or against Chris Young were dropped. So, I mean, it's good news for him, but I have a feeling there's more on the way. Chris Young was on TikTok, and he was kind of clapping back at the people who were being dicks to him because, you know, when the video first went up, he got a lot of the, well, you don't put your hands on an officer, you get what you deserve, and kind of just kind of a jerk, kind of kind of kind of crappy reaction, you know. And I understand where those people are coming from, but also online, people are just so short to think like they don't or to comment before they think and people are just such such jerks online they just there's some people that literally literally get excited about being a jerk online like that is how they they get a thrill out of that and unfortunately uh they were 
there were a lot of those people in Chris Young's comment section slamming him until the video came out. So when the video came out today that shows that he didn't even touch the officer, he, you know, Chris Young did post what he got to say now or something to that effect. And then he also showed uh, a picture of his back where he has this giant bruise just to the right of his spine and another one on his arm. And I guess that's where he hit the bar. He got pushed back into the bar. Just, uh, you know, just terrible um, that he had to go through all that. I, I feel for him, and um, thankfully the charges were dropped. Uh, a little bit of sort of um, brevity in the—I um, don't know if that's the right word—a little bit of brevity in the story. Um, there's a person standing right there by Chris Young. His name is Brian Martin. Now, Br Brian Martin has a song called We Ride, and we play that song on the Bull right now, and currently he's on tour with Chris Young doing a couple dates, so that's why they were all together in that bar. I believe they may have been practicing or recording or hanging out or songwriting, and they went to the bar, and uh, it's kind of wild. He doesn't get involved at all. He's just kind of got the what in the world's going on look in his face, but there actually are two country stars in that surveillance video, so uh, best, of, best wishes to Chris Young. Hopefully he's able to navigate this crazy situation sounds like there's probably going to be some sort of disciplinary action against these officers because I, I mean i can't imagine that um you, you that anyone could get away with that after you know doing that to a celebrity particularly that's caught on camera with this much attention um but then again we've seen crazier situations uh but that's usually where i exit the conversation because i have no control over uh what people or how people uh do their jobs and uh someone who is very very good at their job cody johnson so he just kicked off his tour he's been on the uh, west coast in california and we did a really big launch day a few weeks ago i guess whenever he released his album leather it might have been like eight to ten weeks ago he, re he released the album leather and on that day on the bull we played lots and lots and lots of his music and we gave away a trip to san diego to see one of the first um stops on that tour and he had dylan carmichael on the tour as well so it was like just this really really great day of country music um if you got to go to this show in san diego and uh, it turns out two of our listeners uh bruce and linda won this text to win contest and uh so a little bit about bruce and linda uh bruce definitely will probably never listen to this podcast but uh he he's such a kind person um i i, I only know him because i've seen him dance at rowdy's in spring with his wife or girlfriend fiance linda who is uh so i believe bruce is 72 72 or 73 and linda is uh 67 68 somewhere in there uh they're senior citizens and and incredible dancers and so much energy and they hadn't been out of town or been to a concert in quite some time that i'm aware of uh and so when they told me they won the contest i was so excited for them and uh, I, from what i hear uh, they went to the show had an incredible time and their main question was is there anywhere anywhere we can go dance to country music and so uh some people i know in san diego led them to a honky tonk so i'll, I'll have a follow-up on that story coming soon and you know what that is my moonlight job by the way i dj at rowdy's in spring i've been there for two years a little over two years now and uh, one of the questions i get asked a lot is you know how did i get into djing like that and the truth is that was what i really always wanted to do i always wanted to be the dj in the room while people were dancing like that always appealed to me and i remember when i was a kid i was like 15 or 16 i used my parents surround sound in the from the living room and my own six, six disc changer to uh, dj a, a high school dance for my own high school and when i think back to what really what i really wanted to do like i know this is going to sound crazy and shallow probably but whatever it and, you know honesty is the best policy and i promise to always be authentic and like i, I wanted to slow dance with the girl that i liked 
And the best way to do that was to be the DJ so I could dance to the songs I wanted to dance to. Well, little did I know. Well, I learned actually very early on that um, it doesn't quite work that way <laughs> because as the DJ, you got to be playing the music. And if your equipment fails you while you're dancing, you're going to look like a complete jackass. And, and honestly, I get it. I think it's fine. DJs like to dance and go dance and stuff. But if you're the DJ, you shouldn't be on the dance floor. Like, at least not a lot. No offense to DJs that like to be, uh, you know, do your own thing. You do you. But, like, the, the dancing is for the people that you're paid to entertain as the DJ, at least for the most part. I, and that's because I will go dance every now and then. I will go dance. But I just I just do it limited for the most part. If it's a slow night, it's a little bit different. But uh, the, one of my first experiences as a DJ when I was 15, the song was Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. And we... I, I went to go slow dance to it and it's it goes and I don't want the word, 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 word. the CD started skipping in the middle of the song and I remember the sound of the crowd everyone was slow dancing everyone was in the vibe and it was like oh like it was like the worst feeling ever and so I ran over tried to fix it couldn't fix it had to pick another song and it was just such a buzzkill so that always made me a little nervous about going to dance while DJing so uh, that was when I was 15 right so I think I may did it once once more after that maybe but I never really had the chance again until just about five or six years ago because I got into radio and they would just give me the microphone, right? And then I would be in the club and then I would just hype up the crowd while being live on the radio doing breaks from the club. And so I never got to DJ. There was always literally a DJ. And then something you may not know about the radio, um, the, the, the DJs you hear on the radio, not all of them are the music directors so they don't schedule their own music so in most cases you'll hear a dj and somebody else scheduled that music for them they just talk between the songs so that's sort of behind the curtain a little bit but i only share that with you because as a dj where you're actually picking the songs in the moment playing you know that that that's super rare well you know as music director for the bull here in houston i get to do that from a computer ahead of time i'm not djing on the fly like i would in a club so um, anyway, I just share all that for as some background to um, what, you know, the different styles and techniques of being a DJ. So uh, being in the club as the DJ playing the music in the bar and talking on the mic has been an entirely different experience. But also, again, that was the experience that I kind of always really wanted. Radio is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But DJing in the club is an entirely different adrenaline rush. And it's an entirely different skill set, I think, because, you know, you're reading a room, you're playing to people in the room and it just it's there's just more to it you can actually see reactions we're on the radio you can't see someone's reaction it's just trust that they're going to like the song that's why you also have to be more meticulous with what you play on the radio versus in a club you got a little more wiggle room but uh the way i got the, into djing in the clubs a uh, big shout out to easton um easton santos i believe that's his last name i'm not going to look it up on facebook right now i'm pretty sure that's him uh, but easton was the dj at wild west and this was in 2019 and i went in one time just to have a couple drinks and kind of dance a little bit and be social and he would give me shout outs well um the the manager uh tisha came over one day and she's like you know nick every time he says your name like two or three people look over and and try to see where you're at and and i, I would love to have you work here would you be willing to be an mc for us so i was kind of skeptical but then i was like you know what they're probably going to give me free alcohol or at least a bar tab and they're going to pay me to come 
talk on a microphone yeah let's do it sounds like a good time so i i signed up to do it and then within like four, three or four months easton was getting another job and he asked me if i would be interested in djing as well as being the mc and i was a little nervous at first i didn't have the equipment didn't have you know the music and he said well all you need is headphones here because at wild west at that time they had all the equipment built in to the their dj booth so all i had to do was plug my headphones in and start djing and so I started doing that, and obviously COVID came around, March 2020, Wild West closed down and or closed the doors. Ultimately, the rent was too expensive to continue without making money, and the, the bar wasn't ever, ever able to really recover from that, and that was the end of Wild West. Well, um, towards the end of 2020, I believe, uh, it was in August that Rowdies began trying to open up. And so um, my buddy um, Adam got a job at Rowdies Webster, and he t- asked me if I want to work in spring, and so I came on. I I believe I started on Saturday nights or maybe I forget what night I started on, but I started at Rowdy's in spring one night a week and then ultimately moved up to two nights a week. And then just a few weeks ago, I moved to three nights a week. And and, and that's kind of been sort of my graduation as a DJ, um, how I got to where I'm at now, why I DJ at Rowdy's in spring on Saturdays. And uh, one, one of the uh, biggest challenges of being a country DJ is knowing all of the country dance steps particularly the country dance steps that are danced at these dance halls here in houston or in spring in my case um i also dj at a place called bandits in midtown on thursday night so wednesday fridays and saturdays i'm at rowdy's in spring and then thursdays i'm at bandits in midtown and so there's uh many different dance steps so you got two-step you got polka you've got waltz and then you've got um west coast swing and east coast swing which is also called a jitterbug then of course you got line dances and then um you know, you know, they call it booty dancing where that's when you get your more booty shaking music. That's going to be, you know, pop lock and drop it, but not that song. Cause I found that people actually don't like dancing that song. That's for another story. Uh, point is, um, those are kind of the categories, but then you also have nightclub two-step, right? Which is like a extra slow song or a ballad, which is just the slow song where you can do the real slow dance to it. And something I learned along the way is there's a formula to dancing in the country halls or dance halls or for the DJs to follow. And it usually goes ballad, waltz, two-step, 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 polka, 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 west coast, west coast, east coast, and then you start over. And so it's like an eight or nine song flow and you just kind of play it and, and so the catch is that you have to increase the rhythm of the song with the you know with the energy and the mood of the music and you go up and down um throughout the night so you kind of mix up the textures of the sounds and that's become one of my you know favorite parts of the of the job is kind of blending from step to step and blending the rhythms you know from song to song um as the night goes on to build the energy well one of those challenges is that i'm kind of new to the dance steps and the dance community in our in our city is very very vivacious and they're very knowledgeable and they compete in lots of contests and you may not even realize this dance community exists but if you ever go to a honky-tonk early from between seven and nine most of the honky-tonks will have a group of dancers there that belong to a, a community a dance community and they go from bar to bar sometimes the same bars uh, and and they go and they dance and you know and and they dance with everybody and everybody in the group is welcome and you know um they you know swap partners throughout the throughout the evening they have favorite dance partners but they're also very particular at times and that for me has been one of the biggest challenges i have found i love the job but sometimes um people in their way of communicating their dislike for certain songs or 
um, the way I play songs sometimes it can be very harsh and it's it's, it's been kind of tough sometimes to on how to react but I, I just try my best it's one of the reasons that led to me stopping to drink because I knew I was having these in, you know encounters with people that I didn't know and they didn't really know me but they were very aggressive about their word choice and the things they were um, asking so or saying at times so I knew I needed to be as sober as possible to um, confront them with my right mind, if you will. And and stopping drinking, by the way, has been one of the best things I ever did. Uh, but that's for another podcast. Maybe I'll do a, a podcast about my journey of sobriety over the last six months now because it was in October that I quit drinking. So it's it's been quite some time, and I actually feel incredible because of it so uh thank you for listening to this episode of country not country we got up next the interview with kelsey hart curb recording artist this was recorded in front of a live studio audience in our odyssey live lounge here at our bull studios he performs three songs uh towards the end a little synopsis he's from kentucky we talk about his upbringing we talk about his connection to music how he got signed to his first publishing deal what that did for his life and how much success he's now seen with his music uh throughout the world particularly even here in houston so without further ado here is an interview from yes earlier odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to london to see taylor swift at the eras tour it's tay in the uk hey it's taylor just download the free odyssey app log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry and you could win a chance to fly off to london with three friends and see taylor i can't wait to see you at the eras tour in london for more go to odyssey.com slash taylor tay in the uk on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Today with Kelsey Hart. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Odyssey Live Lounge. My name is Nick Russo from 100.3 The Bull. We have a live studio audience. Guys, make some noise. And uh, we are pleased to welcome to Houston, Kelsey Hart. Kelsey, welcome. Man, happy to be here. It's first time in Houston. Well, you got the best view ever for a first time. That's the Astrodome and NRG Stadium behind us uh, right over there. So the Astrodome's on the left, NRG on the right, Texans and eighth wonder of the world in the Astrodome. Okay. A little bit warmer than Nashville, too. Yeah, you picked the uh, good weather days because we had a freeze two weeks ago and flooding last week, and yeah. so we chose sunshine this week. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm <laughs> glad y'all. I'm glad y'all chose it. So uh, I, I did a little research. Greenville, Kentucky, is about twice the size of my hometown, so that means yeah. uh, it's still pretty small. Still pretty small. So yeah. uh, tell me about your upbringing. I saw a gospel quartet was there. Uh, some of yeah. your early days singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I grew up uh, singing in church and and talent shows and that kind of thing, and. Uh, it, you know, then all through high school, it was mainly sports focused. So kind of got away from, you know, the singing thing and focused on sports and uh, right out of high school, um, went to barber school and uh, done that for about seven or eight years in my hometown. And um, that's about the time that I picked up a guitar when I started barbering. And I didn't know that, um, you know, when I got out of, of school, I thought I'd be you know a little busier, but had a lot of time on my hands being a new barber. <laughs> <laughs> you got to build and, uh, a clientele. Yeah, and so that's when I uh, picked up a guitar. Uh, a lot of times just bored in a shop, and that's kind of where the where it started. Yeah. So at that point, had you already learned how to play guitar? Was that something in your life, or was that the first no, time you started? No, it was – so I always sang uh, growing up, but as far as incorporating the guitar, that was like, you know, that was something that I was 22, I guess. When I when I picked it up in the barbershop. Now you had this band and uh, of, of friends, and you, that's when you really started getting into live performance and live music, and mm-hmm. really, uh, for lack of better terms, wet your whistle on performance. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you still with the guys from the band, or have you? Uh, now so come- that was in my hometown. Um, that was the original like garage band that we had, and and we done that for, I guess, two or three years or something. And uh, 
then everybody, you know, kind of started splitting up and going their own ways. And, um, that was about the time that, um, I'd got a call, uh, from Laurel Kittleson that was working at big machine at the time. She had seen a video online on Instagram back when you could just post like the 15 second clips, you know, it, uh, she messaged me on there and she said, Hey, I, you know, I think you got a shot at this. I don't know what you got going on, but, uh, I met with her uh, a couple weeks after that in Nashville, and that was in, like, 2015. And so around that time, that's when I started, like, splitting the time between uh, cutting hair and going down and writing songs. So I was I was back and forth from Kentucky to Nashville. So had you signed your publishing deal at that time? Oh, no. So no, when that started, that was in 2016, and I signed my publishing deal in, like, 20, 2020. And, and so yeah. the thing about publishing deals, um, it, that, that means you it opens doors for you into mm-hmm. to new songwriting rooms. Tell me like what yeah. what that experience was like going from you know kind of writing on your own and performing on your own to yeah. being with some of the acclaimed songwriters. Yeah, well, I definitely did not claim to be a songwriter at all. <laughs> you know, it was something. You know, when Laurel brought me to town, uh, she was just like, "I'm gonna you know put you in the room with these people that actually you know that know what they're doing." <laughs> you know, and it was you know a slow learning process of just being in a room with a lot with people that are a lot better than me because uh, I didn't have a lot of experience writing songs and didn't even actually didn't know what a publishing deal was <laughs> I, I remember I'm talking about it in one of my first sessions and I was like y'all get paid to do this like just <laughs> show up and you know and write songs here and they're like yeah we're you know we got salary and if we get cuts we get more money and I'm like Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it really turned you into a place where uh, music was really the focus. And yeah. now, look at you, man, over half a million uh, monthly listeners online. Yeah. And it, it's just uh, really growing. you got a radio tour now where yeah. you're coming around to, to meet all the radio stations around the country. And so yeah. that brings you here. Uh, one of the things I've noticed is you're a sharpshooter with the love songs. Yeah. So uh, what do you think is the driving force behind that magic? Man, I don't know. I mean, it's not, which, you know, it's kind of funny because I feel like the first several years in town it was like it seemed like the we always kind of me and my co-writers kind of gravitated towards the breakup stuff like it I just kind of naturally like went that way and uh and my wife you know she'd just be like you know what is going on like we're she's like she's like we're not breaking up like what why you keep writing these breakup songs so that was just kind of a running joke for a little while it um and then yeah the you know life with you happened um you know, it was our first dance song. We got married in uh, August of 22. And, um, we, you know, she was talking about wanting, you know, figuring out what our first dance song was going to be. And I'd wrote that song like a year before or whatever. And she um, she brought it up, you know. She was just like, hey, I think, think that would be cool. So... That's, man, how that's, I, that's how the song came back around. So. Man, that's so special. And you're going to play that for us in just a little bit. you got yeah. a couple other songs. Uh, this first one that I, I saw, it's uh, called Highway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but go back to the beginning of the conversation where we yeah. talked about, you know, you're you know, singing in choir or singing in church choir kind of uh, started you off on uh, singing. And it kind of correlates back to this song. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, this Highway to Heaven is pretty much about... Uh, you know, us guys sometimes ended up in a doghouse with our ladies, you know. And uh, I remember the the song kind of came from, you know, my wife and I, we were dating at the time, and she was just like, we'd always kind of, you know, laugh about, you know, wonder when our first fight's going to be about. Because we did long distance, and our, you know, the time we'd spend together was, you know, it was just all good stuff, you know. And I remember we had, after we had our first, you know, little argument or whatever, had her co-write the next day, and, uh 
you know, we, we wrote this song, Highway to Heaven. It's pretty much just about, you know, how, you know, us guys can, you know, be kind of ignorant sometimes. <laughs> and that's what our, our girls put up with. Well, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and play it. I'm sure y'all have never been in the doghouse before with it. <laughs> Burn it down with them boys, yeah, a little too much Spent a whole lot of money on beers and trucks Yeah, I wet a line in the summertime And sometimes end up in a doghouse Yeah, I'm a ball cap, back road, dust cloud rolling Back forward and raise them up, bonfire glowing But somehow your angel wings, they find a way to put up with me Yeah, it's hard to believe yeah, I'm hell on wheels, you're saying I'm a sinner I'm falling all apart, you're the putting me back together Solid as a rock, and I'm a rolling stone I've been running wide open since the day I was born I'm a hurricane coming, you're the eye of the storm But you still love me and I just don't get it I'm hell on wheels and you're the highway to heaven Your Sunday drive through middle Tennessee Pretty as them dogwoods blooming in the spring You're steady as them sunsets you love out west I got a heart that'll put you to the test yeah, I'm hell on wheels, you're saying I'm a sinner I'm falling all apart, you're the putting me back together Solid as a rock, and I'm a rolling stone I've been running wide open since the day I was born I'm a hurricane coming, you're the eye of the storm But you still love me and I just don't get it I'm hell on wheels and you're the highway to heaven, yeah, baby. Well, yeah, and somehow your angel wings they find a way to put up with me. I'm hell on wheels, you're saying I'm a sinner. I'm falling all apart, you're the putting me back together. Solid as a rock. And I'm a rolling stone Been running wide open since the day I was born I'm a hurricane coming, you're the eye of the storm But you still love me and I just don't get I'm hell on wheels and you're the highway to heaven The highway to heaven You're the highway to heaven Thank you. Man, so good, so good. You know, you never know, you never really know an artist until you hear them sing. And man, yeah. you make that seem so effortless, oh, those thank notes. You, dude. That, that's so awesome, bro. That's an incredible song, great voice. Thank you. And you know, it's this is probably one of my favorite jobs is getting to see the new artists as they're as they're growing. And I'm so excited about your story. Uh, uh, Bailey is actually, she told me this song, 4x4. Four four. Uh, I would love it. And she sent it yeah. to me. Hey, listen to this song. I think you're going to love it. And uh, I also want to say, I know that Blake Shelton was someone that you've looked up to. And you mm. certainly have that sort of natural tone in your voice that mm. kind of gives 
gives those Blake, uh, Blake Shelton vibes. So, mm. uh, but yeah, the four by four is a double entendre. I'm a big fan of that. Whenever yeah. there's you know double meaning to it, tell me about four by four, the song, and uh, and let us hear it. Yeah, so my buddy uh, Mason Thornley that I wrote the song with, he came to me with the idea of uh, breakup song, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so it uh, he was just like, man, I you know we've got a you know we've got a ton of breakup stuff that you know he's like, but he's like, I think I got a different approach. He's like, you know, I feel like that you know a lot of the breakup songs for the guys, you know, the, the guys are getting dumped too. They're like, you know, Taylor Swift's got the girls covered, you know. But he's like, these guys are getting dumped, and they need a little bit of a tougher breakup song, you know, something that's more relatable for the guys. Um, so that's kind of where Four by Four came from. He he brought that up, and he said, and I asked him, I was like, well, what what's the angle on this? Like, how how are we going to get to the you know how are we going to get to the hook? And he's just like, man, well, he said, I you know if they made a cold beer, if they made a whiskey, if, if they made a Four by Four, I, uh, they'd pull me out of loving you. And I was like, that's pretty country. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty country, so yeah. So uh yeah, this is what we come up with here. Let me get try to get tuned up real quick. She said you'd heard that one? Yeah. Four yeah. four? Yeah, cool. You know, because uh, we were talking about, you know, the, the current radio single and how someone had walked up to me at the bar actually and had said, Hey, you play this Kelsey Hart? You know, life with you, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. No kidding. I, I was like, let me let me download it, listen to it, and yeah. see. And you never know, man. And usually people request five yeah. minute love. This songs. was Bailey. No, no, this was. I was telling Bailey this story. And oh, she's this like, is a stranger. Yeah, oh, and a stranger sweet. came up to me. Yeah, and asked for that song. Yeah, and, and so I downloaded it and I listened to it. And at the time, I couldn't get to it. It's just a love song, so yeah. it was at a time where we couldn't we couldn't slow it all the way down just yeah. yet, right? And so I was telling her that story, and she's like, "Well, you should check out Four by Four. And I was like, "All right." She's like, "I think you'll love it too." And I was like, "All right, yeah. well, let me check it out." So yeah. yeah man. I'm just still hung up on somebody asking you that at the bar. Yeah, man. It, it hits good. notes. Heck yeah. We ain't seeing much light in the tunnel. We've been busy trying to find a way out. A quit waiting on you come back. Stop wanting what you're doing right now. I'm still kicking up dust down a dirt road Cranking up every one of our songs Sure wish this Chevy had low gear That could get you gone I wish you made a four by four To pull me out of this loving you A cold beer to get me over goodbye A shot of bourbon that does what I need it to To get me through this missing you tonight Cause I'm hung up Stuck in a rut and broke down, ain't nothing I can do. Well, high-centered wheel spinning, yeah, I wish they made a four-by-four to pull me out of this loving you. Well, if they did, I'd be down at the dealership, walking in saying, where do I sign? Because this old boy would give him every last dime just to get over you tonight. Wish you made a four by four to pull me out of this loving you. A cold beer to get me over goodbye. A shot of bourbon that does what I needed to. To get me through this missing you tonight. Cause I'm hung up, stuck in a rut. And broke down, ain't nothing I can do. Well, high centered wheel spinning, yeah. Wish you made a four by four to pull me out of this loving you. 
to pull me out of this loving you. Wishing made a four by four, a four by four, a four by four to pull me out of this. A four by four, a four by four to get me back rolling again. Wishing made a four by four to pull me out of this loving you. A cold beer to get me over goodbye. A shot of bourbon that does what I need it to to get me through this missing you tonight. Cause I'm hung up, stuck in a rut, and broke down, ain't nothing I can do. Well, I said it will spin, and yeah, we seem made a four by four to pull me out of this loving you. So good. Thank you. Man, your voice is so pure, dude. It's so awesome dude. to get to experience you live and up close like this. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, it, it's such a treasure. So, uh, yeah, so I was in the, it was, I believe it was New Year's Eve. I think it was New Year's Eve. And the guy came up and he's like, hey, man, Kelsey Hart, live with you. And I was like, oh, uh, all right, let me, like, it was literally the first time I've been confronted yeah. with the song, you know. And so I, I found it and, you know, and the, the initial judgment is always how many bars on iTunes does it show before I buy it? Like, right. is this one or two bars or is this maxed out? And it was maxed out. I was right. like, well, shoot, apparently I'm late to the party. So, yeah. I, you know, I downloaded it and uh, bought it. Because that's the thing a lot of people don't know about DJing. You have to actually buy the music. You can't just stream it through the yeah. device anyways. Uh, uh, yeah, so I listened to it. And at the time, I couldn't slow it down. Like, I just couldn't I couldn't go there yet. And I felt terrible about it. Then I come into work on Tuesday and I get my call. And, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you about this artist, Kelsey Hart. And I was mm. like, Wow, if that wasn't you know seventy two hours later. So yeah, man, your your music has certainly resonated with people that mm. you know in the country lifestyle that are uh, really into it. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, what do you attribute to that? Like, what is it that you think is finding these people that's giving you all this love so early? Man, I think um, you know with with life with you, it's a song that I mean, obviously, you know, it's super special to me. It was our you know our first dance song, and I'm and I'm glad that it is the you know the song that that's doing it, but. I really feel like, especially early on, the song success, you know, from TikTok, it's the the hook and the title is, you know, it's so easy, you know, just to tell your person, like, you know, that's and that's where the idea came from. Like, I just, you know, my wife and I have said that, and, you know, I've heard other people say it too, like, just love doing life with you, you know, and I, I think that's why, you know, the song built up so well on those social platforms because it is so... It's a straightforward love song that's easy to, for somebody to share and do like a create video and make their own deal with it, you know? And, and so I think that's probably a, a lot of it. And, and that's really what music's all about. At the, yeah. at the root of it all, you, you know, A, you want your music to be heard, but you want it to connect to people. And, and also mm. when we listen to it, it tells us we're not alone in how we're feeling. Right. And so getting to share that's super special. So you know, mm. you're know, you kind of an intermediary now between yeah. people and their love. And I'm sure it's been mm. uh, first songs and weddings already. Yeah, and, it's... So before the song um, ever came out, we uh, was sending it out early to for first dance, um, you know, for people to use on their first dance. And I think we sent it to it was something like 800 people before the song came out for their first dance. And it was just like, I mean, I just couldn't even like wrap my head around it like that that was going on. But it was like it, it was really cool that that was like, you know, it was such a you know, it's a song that people are using, you know, for their first dance. And, I, you know, and it's like a song that I feel like, you know, is just a part of one of the biggest, you know, days of their life that they'll always, you know, feel special about and go back to and listen to. And, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, it's just been 
been pretty wild. Well, you know, it's it's a pleasure to get to watch your story from the beginning and and watch you grow. You got a great team around you at Curb, so yeah. we're super stoked about it. And uh, and I can't yeah. wait to hear you uh, sing "Life with You." Yeah, "Life with You." If you're on a port swing, baby, I'm on it. If you want a night out, baby, I'm all in. If you want a coin flip road trip anywhere you want to go, baby, just call it. If you're on a dance floor moving them out there, want to find some laid back and let down your brown hair, will you call the shots if I'm ready or not? I don't care Baby, I love doing life with you You're everything I want to wake up to Give you all of my heart The moon and the stars Till my time here on earth is through Cause I just love Baby, I love doing life with you Well, I ain't gonna be there just for the sunshine I'll hold your hand while we stand in the rain I'll be your forever and not just you sometimes I'll be your calm in a hurricane Cause baby I love doing life with you You're everything I wanna wake up to Give you all of my heart, the moon and the stars Till my time here on earth is through Cause I just love, baby I love doing life with you Yeah. Thought I was good on my own, taking life on alone But that was before my heart had a home doing life with you you're everything i want to wake up to give you all of my heart the moon and the stars till my time here on earth is through because i just love baby i love doing life with you doing life with you Thank y'all for listening. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. I was slow dancing in my head there. I was like, I was in the honky tonk last song of the night. I was like, man, need to yeah. find one. All right. Yeah, nothing <laughs> like going from four by four to life with you, huh? <laughs> yeah. We're we just it. giving them a variety. Hey, that's right. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Kelsey Hart, you're amazing. Thank yeah. you for coming to spend time with us today. Yeah. Uh, uh, best of luck to you and success to you. Uh, I, I think you're on a great path, and I can't wait to see what's coming down the road, man. Yeah, well, thank y'all for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 